everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and City podcast, where we cover every episode of Sex and the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm back home. Were you somewhere else? Yeah, I was dog-sitting. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So we I'll had be a coming... little scuffle. There was a vet situation. Yeah. Okay. I'll be coming from us live from New York next week. Oh. I was supposed to be headed to Dallas tomorrow um, to visit a friend, but it seems that hell is Dallas? frozen over there and you simply can't go there. Dallas? I think, yeah. I have yeah. a friend that lives there and I don't enjoy it. Oh, I love Dallas. I think it's really Ugh. fun and I'm super excited to see him, but now I will be there for about a day and a half instead of three because of the weather. So is it? So it's cold? It's freezing rain and they're just not equipped to i guess deal with that they don't have plows they don't have they're like we can't you do anything until it snows. right like this has happened like at, the last few winters just buy some fucking plows and just buy salt. one plow like it doesn't you don't need to go crazy it's not like how it is up here put some fucking salt down <laughs> it's people are figure it out so i'll be so there for a day and a half um but i'm really looking forward to it and bummed it's not shorter but at least it's a very um short flight yeah it is a short flight yes three hours it's the same as my train to new york and god knows i'm there every fucking day (laughs) you really are why are you going to new york i'm going to new york in a few days um i'm taking a friend for her birthday to see a few shows that's so nice yeah we're looking forward to it so it'll be really fun shout out to her and um shout out to beyonce and those tickets i hope by the time you guys get this i hope i have beyonce tickets I probably won't. I know. I'm like, none I of us probably... will. I'm just like, when do they even go on sale? I don't know. Her All website I know... just said soon. Because Beyonce, you know, how which she seemed is. ominous. Just like, you know, it's so funny. Someone made a tweet today and they were like, Beyonce concerts are so overrated. All she does is lip sync. You guys definitely don't want to go as, as like a joke, like to try to get people to be like, yeah, she sucks. Don't go to her concert. And then like, it would free up tickets, you know? I would be terrified to say anything like that on the internet. Oh, absolutely. Because like, Remember that guy who just got yelled at for saying like Beyonce's better than Rihanna and the Navy went after him? Beyonce's better than Rihanna? And then the Navy went after him. So I just don't think... On behalf of Rihanna? On behalf... Yeah, the Navy went after him for saying Rihanna has nothing on Beyonce. And I was like, you can't talk about pop stars online. No. Just don't do it. Mm Mm-mm. No, no, no. Especially I, when you got millennials and Gen Z at the helm of social media I don't media talk managers. about the Navy. I wouldn't go up against the Navy. I'm a member of the Hive, so I wouldn't... The, the, I don't fuck with the You have a picture lambs. of her right behind you. My queen. The I don't... The, I'm a lamb. Don't talk about Mariah. And you know who you definitely don't talk about is um, Nicki Minaj. Oh. The Barb's. Oh, the barbs. The barbs. Terrifying. I'm, I feel like we've whispered her name on this podcast and like just out of fear. Like we were like, oh, God. No. Yeah, I don't like. Let's change the subject. Yeah. I'm, when, this is not a safe space when talking no, no, about no, any no, no, no. F- female pops. I feel like you could talk shit about Madonna and J-Lo. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody J-Lo comes was to J-Lo's joke. rescue. <laughs> J-Lo is quite literally a joke and everyone has just realized this. I really do love, though, our collective delusion that, like, Benefer 2.0 is going to last. 
You know I do. <laughs> We're I'm all like, dummy. this is really going to work. He's yeah, really like, well. He's doing great right now. <sighs> yeah. Boston I did like back. seeing him give a nice embrace to Jennifer's, um, Jennifer Garner, excuse me, Jennifer Garner's boyfriend. Well, I thought that's that was He's going to have to keep Jennifer happy for the rest of his life because that poor woman's going to be cleaning up his mess. Mm. I think J-Lo's not even going to drop him off at rehab. He's, she's going to drop him off at Jay Garner's house. Yeah, I'm be like, figure this out. You deal with this. I only Please. like him when he's clean. You know what else I want to talk about yeah, briefly? Why, Someone yeah. else who's lost their goddamn mind on the internet, and that is at Netflix. Oh my god. What are they talking about? I couldn't even follow that press release. About the blocking. Yeah, it was if like you if, share your password. Like grow up. But you have to you have to log in in your own home every 31 days and if you travel you need a temporary code. It is so fucking embarrassing. This I'm like is... I can't watch sex in the I can't watch like an episode of Gilmore Girls on my phone as I travel. Like what are you talking it's about? It's ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. They're so dramatic. I hate them. Then if you and get it also blocked, makes no you have sense. to call them. And who's who's tracking this? Who's calling anyone? Who's like, calling if, Netflix? When Netflix blocks my account because everyone who walks God's green earth has my password. Right. I'm Not just going to cancel my Netflix account. Exactly. I'm not it's calling like, anyone to get their unblocked. programming isn't that amazing. Okay. Well, they do have that new show that everyone's obsessed with. Um, that vampire show with the gays. What? You know that not vampires, zombies. Is that on there? The you know that zombie show and the no. gay episode was just this week and everyone won't shut up about it? No. The Last of Us? Yes. Is that on Netflix? I don't think so. I think that's on HBO. Damn, Netflix down bad. Yeah, Netflix just has like old shows like Gilmore Girls, Mindy Project, New Girl. Like that's their yeah. programming. Once and the they crown have the crown. Ends, they're exactly. dead. Exactly. Although yeah. I have been, you know, skadoodling over there a lot to watch Grey's season five, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm. What's going on in your life? Are you up to anything? Um, you know, just working. You know, just living. Um, I have a chiropractor appointment later today. <laughs> Thrilling. Yeah, I don't have too much going on. <laughs> Great. You're yeah. <laughs> really a wonderful it's a wonderful life over there. <laughs> Well, seeming, seemingly, guys, we have nothing to report on. Yeah, I'm like looking down at my on. calendar, and I was like, oh, I don't A lot of blank space. <laughs> to put I am say. going to Chicago uh, later this month. Oh, to do what? Um, My boyfriend got us tickets to go to Maggie Rogers. Never heard of her, and I won't reply to it. Okay, yeah. Is that Fast Car? No, that's Tracy Chapman. Hmm. Is that the one Maggie who dated Rogers? that ugly man? Mr. Mezcal? First of all, he's not ugly, and I will not be accepting any sort of slander. That's Shorties, I have heard you all and about that fucking chain. Oh, if, Connell's chain? If one chain? more person sends me that fucking chain, I am going to... Connell's chain? I'm, block I'm actually blocking. Once this episode comes out, I'm telling you all right now, you send me a picture of that ugly man wearing a gold chain, mm. you're getting blocked. Hit me in the face with that chain oh. um but no meg that's phoebe bridges um i'm talking about maggie rogers can you give me a song she's got a lot of songs alaska Ooh. is one of them she's I'm really guessing good sad really white woman strums a guitar maybe uh, 
Yep. Not so not my style. Yeah, but she's not super sad. She's got some upbeat. Okay, tunes. so closer maybe to Haim. Yes, that's the that's okay. Why. Well, you know, I love those three girls. Yes. So that's where we're at. And I'm going to see Oscar Isaac in two weeks. Oh. I'm counting it down. I'll be front row. I'm going to really try my hardest not to hop on that stage like a feral animal. Yeah. Now, that's a man, if you want to send me pictures of him wearing a chain, send him away. I mean, I send him if you have a picture of him wearing nothing. Well, that would be ideal. We are not opposed to uh, dick pics in this forum. No, no, no. We'll be talking about uh, dick shots in just a little bit. Yeah. I was shocked. Our first dick. We got yeah. one, finally. Yeah. Well, should we get into this... This episode? This one hell of an episode. Because yeah, there's I... nothing really going on in the end, just like that cinematic universe. No, my friend did see Che Diaz out and about yesterday in New York City. But, I mean, you, wasn't was filming. The, was it the character Che Diaz filming or just Sara Ramirez? Sarah Ramirez. Okay. Um, she's never not at a Broadway show. Queen Bonnie Milligan from Kimberly Akimbo is apparently joining us. And I will say we're almost finished because they're yeah, I think doing they're the table up. read for episode nine. So we've probably got about a month left of filming, less than. Then they need to get their little asses in that editing room because the minute warm weather hits, I need to be seen in just like uh, that. The minute you pull your shorts out. I, I need to be seeing this show. If it doesn't hit by Memorial Day, you, I'm storming HBO Max Capital. If it doesn't hit by Easter, no, we're not getting it by Easter. We're getting it, it. We're getting it summer summer vibes. We're gonna Ugh, be okay. we're gonna be at the pool talking about it just like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into season four, episode thirteen, "The Good Fight." Shout out to the only good fight that matters in my life, the Good Wife spinoff. Where are you on your Good Wife journey? Are you done? I've given You've up. Just given up? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you the thing that I didn't want to tell you? Yes, please. Will Gardner dies. I think I was gearing up for that. He gets shot in season five. By who? Um, I I believe a rogue. Um, I was gonna say patient. A my head is so in the world of Grey's Anatomy. What do you call like a person? Who's a, client. Uh, a client. A <laughs> client. Okay. Or someone they're prosecuting. Something. Well, I'm glad know. I've given up. I think I do want to start the good fight because I feel like that shows better. It's very different, <laughs> and there's a lot less of it. Okay. Yeah. But today, reports came out that Carrie Preston will be getting a spinoff starring as Elizabeth Tassioni. Wow. So the good fight, the good wife cinematic universe continues until Just I get it on the big grows. screen. All right. But back to this, this good fight. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie and Aiden clash as their worlds collide. Charlotte receives an unexpected present. Samantha gets to know Richard beyond his dick. <laughs> And Miranda's just horny. Miranda wants to get fucked. Too much. She's desperate for it right now. Gee, but I feel like, you know, this isn't like pregnancy. We've seen her like this a million times. Miranda's always horny. Remember when she was writhing around in that bed while the guy was on hold? <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird is that she's always horny, we think. And then she tells Steve that she was had she had a dry spell. Well, she so did she have that dry spell, remember? Fuck. 
Yeah, well, we've seen her have that dry spell in season one when she was eating um, the candy in Carrie's window and thinking about fucking that sandwich. Oh, yeah. She's had her, you know, we've so been she's really had on a two journey. dry spells, but she's always horny. Now she's extra horny because she's pregnant. But um, overall, this episode, I mean, it's pretty right in the title. We're talking about how couples fight. But also, I feel like what's really interesting about this one is how they hold space and occupy space together. Mm-hmm. I feel like is really an interesting um, kind of thread in this episode. So let's hear the monologue and then get into it. I used to think those people who sat alone at Starbucks writing on their laptops were pretentious posers. Now I know. They're people who have recently moved in with someone. As I looked around, I wondered how many of them were mid-fight, like myself. The hard thing about fighting in relationships as opposed to Madison Square Garden, no referee. There's no one to tell you which comments are below the belt or when to go to your separate corners. As a result, someone usually gets hurt. And it seems the closer a couple gets and the more stuff they have between them, the harder it is to figure out exactly why they're yelling. When it comes to relationships, I couldn't help but wonder, what are we fighting for? For some reason, I just flashed to when I was in Detroit and old producer Brian called us drunk. Did he? Or did we call him drunk? We called him and he was drunk. Oh, and then remember when he popped up on the Zoom? Yes. Like, yeah, with like outside of like a bar, a saloon. We were like, sir, we're mid recording. Can you calm down? Yeah. He was like, how's it going, you guys? I was like, all right, I guess. Let me get out of here. He's not like Steve. (laughs) Oh, producer Cam's a bit more under control, unfortunately. Very much. Yeah. (laughs) He's keeping this podcast on the rails. Yeah. What did you think of this monologue? I, I, I fear it tests my theory that the better the episode, the worse the monologue. You think what? The better the episode, the worse uh, the, the monologue. Worst monologue. Because what is she talking about? Do people She's... even fight in Madison Square Garden? I think of it as where Billy Joel boxing. lives. It was where the boxing matches were. Oh, is it? It seems way yeah, too Yeah, like, I think Muhammad Ali boxed there yeah i guess i just think of it as like billy joel is always there and yeah no i think that's where like there was actual fights where you go to like get right with piano man harry styles Hmm. sold out billy joel is more happy birthday it is his birthday today an aquarian happy birthday to my don't worry darling king Everybody, everyone thought he spit on Chris Pine. That was the craziest few weeks of the internet. The, like, not even weeks, hours. I had to It was off. like, it was so insane. It was thrilling, though, because I was really looking at it like a Zabruder film, like zooming. Oh, I know. And I was like, guys, I don't think he did. Like, and I, I was like, I think he did, but it was an accident. Right, like he dropped his gum or something. Yeah, like, like I don't think he just like truly spit on Chris Pine. Was it Chris Pine? It was Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like Chris Pine to spit on me, but that's a whole different context. I would like Harry Styles to spit on me. Hit yeah, me I'd take with Chris his Pine car. I don't care. Yeah, you know, I only like Harry within the context of Don't Worry Darling. Wow, that's something. And he's terrible in that movie. Terrible. I have not seen it. It's, you know what a- movie I tried to watch? Awful movie. What? That Liddy, that Tar movie. With yeah, Blanchett. I didn't care for Tar as many as many other gays did. It's really horrible. I didn't think it was horrible. I just didn't think there was much there. There. I turned it off and put on Modern Family. So that's 
That's well, where I was. That if that nothing is better me. summed up your existence in this world than that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I couldn't take Lydia Tar, so I had to turn my eyes to Phil Dunphy. You know what I said? I said to Danny, I go, Chris loves Phil Dunphy. Oh, my raven-haired king? Yeah, you love him. Well, let me be clear. I don't really love Phil Dunphy. I you love, love Burrell. Okay, excuse me. I think he's a very attractive man and incredibly talented actor. He's great on that show. I've also I've also got is. Danny into Mindy Project. He loves Mindy Project. Should this be a Modern Family podcast? Because I have been I have been watching it. I love I laugh out loud. Anyway, back to Sex and the City. Um, what's going on with Julie Bowen and those rumors she dated Tucker Carlson? I feel like we're never going to get to the bottom of that. What you don't remember those rumors? No, allegedly. Okay. It won't be tough All to right. hear. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know what's going on with Julie Bowen. Anyway. Got my eyes on her. Strange appearance on Watch What Happens Live recently. Okay. M-A-G-A energy, perhaps. Yeah, and I don't think she was at the wedding of her, her boss, Stephen Levitan, mm. over the weekend. Does seem everyone else was, though. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Didn't care for that monologue. Didn't care for it. Did like um, seeing Carrie in Starbucks. I didn't. I love that strange moment between her and that other girl writing. I don't know. I know. It seemed like they were like, flirting. Yeah, like she was like looking at her and they smiled. But that is like such a thing that happens. Yeah, I guess I've just never been. I've never sat in a Starbucks for longer than like 20 minutes. I don't think I have either. Like Carrie said she was there for seven hours. She had to get the fuck out of that apartment. Well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but um, one thing I wanted to chat about before we start breaking mm. down the girls is we've got another one of those classic Sex in the City phrases that they really think they did something by creating. Now, do you think SSB took off? No, but I think it started a conversation. Like, Which I, I didn't mean, hear a lot of really girls think... like, oh my God, my SSB. I've Girlie, never uttered SSB. <laughs> like my SSRI, maybe. <laughs> I've never uttered those words. <laughs> but do you have any secret single behavior? Yes, I do. Would you be willing to share it on this podcast? One of my things that I love to do is I love to get like a Chipotle, go into a random parking lot park my car and eat my burrito in my car alone and listen to podcasts why don't you just eat it at home because it just doesn't feel right i like eating it in my car i guess i would view secret single behavior as something that needs to happen in your home yeah but but this is something i don't like you've really expanded it outside of yeah (laughs) like (laughs) i would be mortified if danny like walked up to my car i think you should be mortified if anyone saw you exactly like, I don't think this is... Um, oh, that's why I real- pick up... No, I'm very particular about my parking lots. It can't just be any parking lot. And I pick a spot, like... Oh, a lot? Park. Oh, yeah, I park my car in a parking lot. Like, oh, oh not a garage, at least. No. Okay, phew. No, I was like, I that's park- really insane. No, I park my car. Like, I go pick up my Chipotle burrito. I drive, and I find the perfect parking lot with the perfect spot, and I pull in, and I listen to Would you I like to give to any of the Detroit shorties a hint, and maybe they could come and visit you? I don't want anyone to visit me. Do you have a preferred I- lot? No. It depends on where I am. You're just driving around. And I get so fucking pissed when I park far away and I pick the perfect spot where there's no one around and someone pulls up right next to me. How long are you sitting there? Oh. 
until the burrito bowl is gone. So like 20, 30 minutes. Oh, no. An hour? An hour. Is the car running? Yes, I'm listening to a podcast. Why don't you pull up your phone and just listen to it on that? It seems like a waste of money. Are you burning gas? Yeah, well, I only oh, have we made it running out of money. It's like, well, I only have it running in this economy. I only have it running if it's like really hot or really cold, so I can have the air conditioning. But sometimes I do like to put the windows down and have a breeze come in. That's not what I was expecting. Let's not judge each other's SSD. No, it's just wild. I've never heard. But you do strike me as someone who has like got to eat in my car. I love to eat in the car. I love to take down a Subway sandwich in the car. Oh, I know. Not it's Tony Bologna's or whatever the fuck that place oh you would stop God, what I give about. Oh, my God. Tony Bologna's right now. Oh, my God. Honestly, same. I've never had one, but oh my love God, to Chris, start one The now. next time you're here. This summer. Summer 2020. We're going to Tony, Tony Bologna's. We're going to Tony Bologna's and we're going to see our boyfriend at that. Although I'm sure he's not still there. I'm sure he is. That's his true. ass is not really going to Texas. He hasn't made his way to Texas so that he can, quote, learn Spanish. As if that's the only place that could happen. Oh, God. What's your um, SSP? I mean, I do feel I indulged in a fair amount of my SSB last night, which is just dialing up music that makes me cry, laying in the dark and singing. And just sobbing. As you know, yeah, my you neighbors. definitely can't do that with the significant other around. Yeah, and as you know, my neighbors, they've heard me a few times. Yeah, they're like, oh, God. There he goes again. There he goes again. <laughs> as I once, I, you know, as I I once do heard. That. And there that are is... certain things where I like to do them alone. And it's not like weird behavior, I don't think. I just, I like being by myself. Oh, no, I love being alone. So, like, I, I prefer to go it. to the movies alone. I love mm-hmm. having, as much as I... I only really like having dinner with certain people. Like, I can think you're a dear friend, but I don't think you're a good dinner companion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, but I genuinely do love eating alone. Um, but then again, I am alone. Right. So it's fine. I like to do everything alone. Yeah. Um, that came off a lot more depressing than I think. Yeah, that was but, dark, um, but I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but I didn't mean it in a sad way. Like, I'm happy to be alone. Yeah. I could choose one you of like the losers, it. but, like, no. No. Um. So, yeah, no, I definitely say, like, just the good lights out, get on the ground, listen to music and cry. What's, like... The song that you cue up the most when you're in that mood. You know, that's a bridge too far, so I'm going to keep okay. that redacted. Okay. <laughs> We're but, not going to be that vulnerable in this no, podcast. No, 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 This is not Brene Brown. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. I will not be getting that vulnerable. <laughs> um, but just know there's, there, it's not just, it's not just one song. It's not one, um. It's not one genre. Last night I dipped into some sad Broadway. Oh, okay. You know, I was listening to some Jeff Buckley recently. Really into Adele recently. Heard the mm-hmm. Nurbeck catalog. All I ask. Don't you remember? We'll really hit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that gets, you that really want to yeah. get something going? Yeah. Uh, Joni Mitchell's been brought up multiple times. I'll share conversation by Joni. You should Mitchell. have a. St- you should have a Spotify. Um... Yeah, I loved it. Like one second later, I was like, okay, here's like full list of everything. I know. Certainly. <laughs> I'm like, um, if you want to cry at 3 a.m., dial up the Family Stone soundtrack. 
Oh my god. A beautiful tree, guys. That final song that plays as they're putting the as they're looking at the ornaments. It could make me cry. It just set the thought. That's you and me, kid. You'll sob. Sob. Don't. <laughs> I'm too I'm too fragile. I'm too emotionally fragile. Well, speaking of emotionally fragile, mm-hmm. let's get into Miranda. Yeah. So she's out on a date with Walker Lewis. What did you think of Walker? I'm not attracted to him as Walker Lewis, but he is in other shows that I've seen that I am attracted to him in. I'm so attracted to Walker Lewis, and I'm so glad we're finally at him, because Sam, this is my favorite kind of one-off boyfriend. Oh. I love Walker Lewis. What about him? Where else have you seen him? He was on the show called, um, I believe it was called Rescue Me. Was he was on Below, well, you know, I watched, no, I watched every episode of Rescue Me. Yeah, I love that show. But on Walker Lewis, actor, sex He was, he was, but he played like a, a like a hardcore, like New York, like. John fire. Burke. Yeah, like. Oh, man. Mickey Gavin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> remember him. <laughs> you know who else starred on that is Daniel Sunyata, who'll be joining us next season. Mm. As the, um. Marine? Are they Marines? Yes. Yeah. The, the navies. The, the navy, navy guys. Is that not the Marines? No, it's different. The nav- the naval gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the seamen. But no. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, but no, I I don't know what it is about Walker Lewis. I think there's a big masculine energy about him. Mm-hmm. I think how, I big think it's energy. nice to see Miranda with like an adult. With a man. Not a boy. Yeah, so he's like one of my, he is my favorite one-off boyfriend. In it the almost makes me wish that it, like, it went on a little bit longer. I am, well, we do see him again in season five. They, when she has the baby and they're having sex on the couch and the baby's I know, crying. and the baby cries. But so I just wish him... it was like a little bit longer than that. Yeah, but I, I don't know, I kind of like him. It's just, you know, he's in and he's out. out. You know, my other favorite gentleman is coming later is, um... The guy Charlotte dates, I want to say it's in this season finale, who keeps going, wow, wow, you live here alone? Wow. <laughs> oh, when he's, like, really upset that she's rich. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I just, wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's, so she decides not to tell him. Mm. Well, let's hear her and Carrie chatting and then talk about her ultimate decision. Okay. He is so cute and funny and sexy, and I really want to have sex with him, but I don't know. Is it okay to fuck one guy when you're pregnant with another guy's baby? If one more person asks me that today... Uh, I mean, I'm not in a relationship with the father of the baby or anything. Well, I've rarely heard that used as a plus, but go on. It's just... Is it tacky? And beyond tacky, is it safe? Let's assume he's a really great fuck. Because so many men are. Could all that poking shake the baby loose or something? No, that's silly. (laughs) Married couples have sex all the time, but what if he's huge? Again, because so many men are. Could the dick dent the baby? Where do you think dimples come from? Oh, that is so cute. I try. Okay, I really need to have sex with him now. Next time he comes back in town, I'll be too big and he won't want to. I think puts a man off sex, like pregnancy. This is my last chance. Last chance for sex. You're not on death row. Yes, I am. Dead woman fucking. 
Miranda, it's your body, your life. You do what's best for you. Easier said than done. You can't even ask Aiden not to talk when you walk in the front door. One of my favorite walk and talks. A great walk and talk. I think Carrie's so funny in this scene. Mm -hmm. Carrie's really on her comedy game in this episode, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker, the finest actress of all time. No wonder Mm -hmm. we've already referenced some of her other work. I mean, Meredith and... I was going to say The Good Fight, but what was that show called? The movie? The Family Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, clearly in my mind, I am like, of course you can have sex with another man while you're pregnant if you're single. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not, I don't really care. Um, But I was like, I think that if I was pregnant, this would plague me. Yeah. Like, it did feel like something that you would have to think through yeah of like should i do this is this okay but of course it is i don't know but i was just like oh why is she even worried about it and then i was like no i think that would really truly never not be on my mind of like is that okay that's the thing like i would like i of course it's okay if that is what you want to do but i would have the same thoughts but i don't know why well, because it is a it is a little like you can't damage as she says like you can't damage you the baby. Can't damage I'm not baby, with Steve, but like, it, but like your body, like you are with a child, and like just the thought of like I don't know, like there is something about it that is like odd. And she's not showing even, although oh no, no, she's already had the baby. Will she and oh she and Steve have sex later this season while she's really pregnant? Yeah. Um, but I love this. Oh, and I should also point out, Carrie is drinking a Diet Snapple in this scene. Oh, my God. I've been craving a peach Diet Snapple, which can I tell you that they're not called Diet Snapple anymore? They're called, they called sugar-free Snapples. It's not pithy. They got not. And they got rid of the glass bottles. I'm pissed. Is plastic any better? No. I don't understand the op- I don't understand what the thought process. Bring me yeah, back like, what is- my diet Snapple in a glass bottle, please. I want that pop. Well, Carrie's wasn't a plastic, I will say. I I know, but like they are usually in a glass bottle. I I don't even think anyone should be drinking Snapple in the Lord's year 2023. I think it's fucking Why? weird. I think Snapple is something like um Snackwells that should have gone the way of the 90s. That's like I that when Y2 when Y2K hit all there are certain products that should have just disappeared. Wow, I can't believe you're even saying this right now. When Danny goes to the grocery store and he asks if I want anything or if he goes to the gas station, I always say a diet Snapple. Peach. Yeah, that's disgusting to me. They should be gone. Guess what? I've never been happier. I'm more of a Nantucket Nectar King. I'm not a Nantucket Nectar girl. I'm not. Snapple to me just feels so of the 90s. Yeah. Like when Carrie was pissing in that bottle, I was like, do they still even make them? I didn't even know Snapple existed. Oh, God. Guys, run out and get one. No, guys, if you need anything, go get a fountain Coke from McDonald's and take that. That is number one. That's the number one bev for me. But they ultimately do have sex, and she decides not to tell him about the baby, and it seems like everything's good there. Yeah, I mean, she does say some pretty weird shit. Motherfucking. <laughs> Fuck me like there's no tomorrow. I don't know that that's that weird. That seems pretty I would standard language. I literally never say that to anyone. I Fuck picture me, like, you as pretty no mute tomorrow? during sex. 
I feel like it's the one time you do shut up. It's the one time you wear a bra and the one time you're quiet. <laughs> Only time I've ever seen you in a bra. It's true. Um, let's get into where I think I'm going to shock everyone. Oh, boy. Okay. Charlotte. <sighs> Guys, I'm not on say? Charlotte's side here. Unfortunately. Okay. That opening scene... When they're at the table having a gorgeous spread, she is so annoying. When she's like, just the girls, I have so much more time now that we're not on the baby track. I mean, we've got a baby room and no baby. Like, what? You're being so weird. Like, She's desperate for a child. She wants a baby. The only person who can stop Charlotte from having a baby is Charlotte. And she is projecting her anger here and her frustration onto Trey when, in fact, she just needs to leave him. I know, but we're talking about Charlotte. She's not She's not going to just want to divorce him. She wants to have a baby with Trey. Cool it. She's trying to wrestle with the fact that that's not happening. But that's the thing. I wish it seemed more like a, re- a wrestling with it. Like, she's clearly, he has said, I don't want this. She has clearly decided, okay, Trey and I are married. I have to stay in this. And she is being so passive aggressive. I mean, I do think it's really weird. Hmm. I said, no, of course she's allowed to be it. But I think if that is the case, then we need to give Trey a little grace for his decision later. Uh, Do we? In my opinion. Wow. I think that the way she is treating him in the opening scene when she disinvites him, when she's like, get your ass out of here for dinner. Yes. And all Trey is trying to do is. And also, he doesn't need to be there. Uh, No, I mean, nobody wants to see anyone's husband literally ever. Famously, I refuse to let my friend's husbands even appear on the Zoom screen over the pandemic. I was like, if I I will log off of this call if I see one of your husbands in the background. Yeah. Like, just, you need to be in a safe space. I don't want to see nobody's dumb husband. Mm -hmm. And shout out to all the husbands out there. Yeah. We love you. We We just don't want to see you. Yeah, I was going to say I love you all, but I don't. I'm tolerating all of you. Yeah. So I don't know. He brings her the cardboard baby. And I just think there's a world in which he actually explained. I just didn't care for her reaction as if the act of trying to make her feel better is this unilaterally awful thing. He's trying to make her feel better in such a way that like, why would you think that that's funny? This doesn't, this is not dealing with like racial, like racial justice. This is not impact is what matters only. Intent also matters. And he is simply trying to connect with her. And the only way she has said like we can connect is a baby. No, is it batshit insane? Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's crazy to like walk into another room and slam a door if you're in a partnership. I just don't think Charlotte, and we talked about this last week, I shared my thoughts. I don't think she is a good partner yet. She is awful at communication. Mm-hmm. And I think, and God bless the show, right? We should be. A, I think sometimes our conversations about the show and not you, you, the ones we have here on this blessed podcast. <laughs> but I think our overall cultural conversations about this show often center these women mm-hmm. as if they're right. 
Mm-hmm. And I think in our evaluation as we've gone through this show, we've been like, um, no, I'm going to say sometimes this is 50-50. Like, sometimes... I, I would say this is a 50-50 wrong argument here. But yeah. I think our cultural memory of this is, is Trey is a monster who brought Charlotte a cardboard baby and mocked her infertility. And that's not what this is. I... Listen. Was it smart? I'm, no. Yeah. Listen, he's not, not right. He's yeah. not right. I want to be clear. He's not right. But you're just saying her reaction is like a little. I think that not the, right. the environment she has created with her emotional <laughs> life has given Trey very few options for how to penetrate her feelings. Yeah. He is just simply trapped in this world that Charlotte has created of, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't even say hostility. This almost stands still. Like, mm-hmm. even think about the fact that he has said, okay, look, we're off the baby train, but they haven't taken the baby room down yet. Mm-hmm. Like, there is something that she has created this stasis. Mm-hmm. And hey, sometimes you gotta like drop a bomb to move things forward. And maybe that's what this metaphorical cardboard baby was just like. Was a bomb. The baby what? bomb. Yeah. I hear you. He's not and right. I want to be clear. He's yeah, not right. No, I was worried that that's where this no. conversation was going in the very beginning. Ow, I just had a sharp shooting pain. Um, sorry. Get out of the chiropractor. No, that's why I'm going. But anyway, uh, I'm just, I guess I just relate to Charlotte in a way sometimes. And it's like, obviously not a great quality as someone who doesn't know how to communicate that well in relationships. This is where Charlotte and I do not, convert yeah this is where i start to i get a little charlotte she just has these expectations and i just think she's always really gotten what she's wanted and she's not getting that and she's wrestling with the fact that like does she stay with this person who can't give her that does she not like yeah i mean her reaction is not great well let's hear um when trey rolls into dinner Oh my and... God, when he bounces in in that strange gingham shirt with that tie. <laughs> I was ready to rip it off him. Oh my God, Chris. Well, I was just saying, let's hear that scene. And then um, I want to mention something that I think is missing in Charlotte's storyline. Okay. Last time, the only thing I like about Richard is his big, throbbing, rock-hard, perfect dick. Whoops. Forgot it was ladies' night. Trey... You're not supposed to be here. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Hi. Hello, missus. Still mad, I see. I suppose she told you about the baby. No, I didn't. Never want to think about it again. Well, see, I was trying to make Charlotte laugh and... It's not funny. Well, wait a minute now. Maybe they'll think it's funny. Uh, See, we were so tense about not being able to have one that I gave Charlotte a cardboard baby. Isn't that funny? Carrie, you're funny. Cardboard baby. That's funny, right? I mean, it's not funny, ha-ha, but silly. See, they sell them in novelty stores. And other people buy them. and, and, And the clerk said that it was funny. You know what? Maybe you have to see it. Don't it, you bring that thing in here. It's silly. It's silly. Not to me, it isn't. How would you feel if I gave you a cardboard cutout of a big flaccid penis? It's not so funny now, is it? <gasps> Don't you bring that flat baby in here. I will kill you. 
dare you talk to me like that in front of your friends? Oh, they know all about your penis problems, and they're just sick of hearing about it. There we were, right in the middle of a wasp nest. This is unforgivable. No, what's unforgivable is you denying me my baby because of your own selfish, spoiled needs. Spo I'm spoiled? Yes. You, you are spoiled. Ever since we moved back in here, it's been nothing but baby, Samantha baby. Jones. What about me? What about Richard. you, you big baby? Hello. Oh, you say that to me when I'll no, give you everything no, you've ever wanted. It's not too late Everything but a baby. Um, we're gonna go. Good. Oh, don't you talk to my friends like that. Without a baby, they're all I have. And what am I? You are the man who gave me a cardboard baby. It was funny. No, it wasn't. Good night. Whoa. I actually much prefer that fight than the one that we'll chat about later. I think it's so much more dynamic. I love how the f three other girls are trapped. Oh, my God. Have you ever been trapped like that with a couple? Oh, many times. Oh, my God. I, I, I've been trapped in, some, in an even worse situation where the couple is arguing through a proxy. What do you mean? Like, hmm. Like, oh, so I'll use myself as an example. Okay. Oh, Chris, don't you think John is being an asshole? Oh, and then, okay. And then, oh, isn't Sarah being a bit passive aggressive to talk to John, to you, to me like that, Chris? Like, just kind of like using like something. You... Now, it wasn't me. It was an, another object in the home. Yeah. Or a thing in the home. But it's that kind of triangulation. I'm like, honestly, see, I am not someone who's uncomfortable around displays of anger. I grew up in them. I've got my own anger. So, I mean, I there was never a Christmas dinner I had where like the police weren't called. So like, I... <laughs> just like the people start screaming. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> the only time I feel awkward of when it is when it's in a social situation where it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Like at the fling. Yeah. Where I was like, you can't behave like this way in public. Like we have to keep our anger in the home. Yeah. <laughs> I loved watching the other women like react and like, be like, okay, like we're gonna go. Like, but and then this Charlotte's, is where like, I really feel for and... Trey. The way he's trying to explain it, and like you can see his intent was really to help her and to help yeah. them. And she's just like, even when she says you're the you're there's no helping you, her. She just wants a baby. Which like is, there's nothing he can do. You denied me my you're the man who denied me my baby. And that's my point. Like the only person who can deny Charlotte a baby is her. Yeah. And so she throws Trey into that guest room. I was surprised their guest room bed was so small. I was too. It seemed to be a day bed. Yeah, it looked very teeny tiny. And it wasn't a room that I can... I can't orient that apartment to how it fits later. Like, where is um, Rock and... Rock and... What's the other one's name? Lily's really? room. I don't know. But it's not that tiny room. No, I feel like they just kept it the baby's room. But that room is right off of Charlotte and Harry's bedroom, and we know it isn't. So it doesn't. I don't know. So I can't quite get my bearings. Yeah. Love a floor plan. I would love a floor plan. But the one thing I did want to just say is that I'm surprised, and I would have been really fascinated. Not that I don't love how Charlotte's storyline turns out for the rest of the series, but I think there would have been something so impactful about her leaving the marriage with Trey mm -hmm. and then attempting to become a single mother. 
Wow. And then having that converge with her falling in love with Harry. Mm -hmm. Or at least see her try to make the steps, right? Like maybe she starts an adoption process. She meets Harry and then decides to stall. And then that's... But that's what then pushes her and makes her so angry that he won't propose. Mm -hmm. It just feels like we... It feels like in some ways we haven't seen Charlotte grow up by the end of the series. That her motherhood is still so... Her need for, clearly we are seeing that her need for motherhood surpasses her need to be a wife. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting that once no longer a wife, she hasn't extricated those two things. I don't think she could ever do that on her own. But she chooses to get divorced. I don't know. I just wish she had at least been a conversation, something we saw her think about. Yeah. It feels like because it also feels like, oh, okay, so she divorces Trey and Mm -hmm. then doesn't even that a baby is no longer important until she is again remarried. Right. Like, so then she's lost, not lost, but is like missing that time. We, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like the motivation for a baby no longer becomes as important because yeah. she isn't married. And that to me doesn't ring true to someone who really deeply wants a child who would say like, Oh, I want a child. I've wanted a child since I was a ch- since I was a baby. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it. Don't and, and maybe I'm forgetting. Shorties don't write in. We will get to those episodes if there is an episode where Charlotte does say something along the lines of, "I'm really trying to get back out there because I have to get married to have a baby." Mm-hmm. That would eat, that would at least be enough for me to hear. Um, but it just feels like the minute she's no longer married to Trey, that whole need for a baby goes away until she's with Harry Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. I don't think we hear about her fertility or need for a baby until until Harry's about when they're talking about her converting and she says, well, if you want, then I might not be able to have them with you Mm -hmm. or I might not be able to give them to you. And he says, "Uh, we'll adopt. Yeah. He's like, we'll figure it out because Harry is the best. And then she goes and stares in that mirror which, if anyone has one of those, get it out of your home. I don't know how absolutely you guys that. <laughs> get that out. Uh, I had a friend who had one in college, and I I would stare in it for hours. And I was like, I could never have this in my house. I, I stared in one like when I was probably I think in high school. I think it was like at my aunt's house, and I like overplucked my eyebrows because I guess like that is so all of us close. now on Zoom just staring at ourselves. Yeah, but not like that. I don't know. If many people have looked at the YouTube, probably been like, their heads are so close to that camera. I know. <laughs> Come on, never not in a Z way lean. Our, our um, thumbnail. No one can hear you. Get that on was going to be our thumbnail. Oh, I know it will be, guys. These thumbnails. It's tough. <sighs> we We've love never looked at. worse. But if you could do a little something, something about it. Like we're not ugly people. And yet, Those thumbnails tell a different story. <laughs> Bugged out. All right, let's chat about Samantha and Richard. Yes. I just want to hear my favorite line in this episode from Samantha Jones. He's got the most perfect dick I've ever seen. Long, pink, amazing. It's delicious beautiful perfect (laughs) i've said it a million times every single day since i heard it the first time oh and i forgot to mention to you and i couldn't send this to you because there were a few things in the little video i didn't want you to see 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know how your iPhone will make little videos for you sometimes? Yes. This one was called like Trip to Manhattan. And in the middle of it, it just cut to that guy going, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. (laughs) And then the rest of it was like, here's a photo of like a friend. Here's like this art I saw at the Whitney. (laughs) Here's me at a Broadway show. Here's like a bad selfie. You fucking bitch, you fucking whore. Oh my God, my fucking worst nightmare. (laughs) It was. I'm actually going to try to find it and send it to you. It was you so funny. You have to. That's so funny. Um, so she's trying to reduce Richard just down to that perfect dick, mm-hmm. and he invites her over for dinner. What did you think of their um his invitation? Would you be in, enthralled by this rooftop and champagne and a pool? Of course, I would. I'd be like, what? Or is this? No, I'd be like, I love this. Oh, yeah. No, this, it seemed like my personal nightmare. No, I, I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up and I've already told, because it's my favorite holiday and I've told my boyfriend this. That is and the I'm most like, basic thing I've ever heard. I know. And I really don't care. I fucking love it. I think it's so cute. I love the pink and the red. So, like, going up to a rooftop, seeing a table with candles, like, I'd be like, hell yeah. He, I'd be like, he's in love with me. And would you also want to swim in the pool and fuck all night? Yes. That would do it for me. They had be so pruny. I did have to laugh because I thought the same thing. I was like, how long were they in that pool? Because I believe the sun started to come up. Yeah, no, they were in there for hours. Yeah. Just swimming around. I did have to laugh like the way that she dove in and whipped her head around. It was giving Avatar way of water. It was giving Ariel. It was so funny. And then the way he was like, and then, like, dove in. He says, so what did you think of our first little dick shot? I loved it. I will never forget where I was when I saw it for the first time. And, of course, again, I was thinking of him as um that character from Mortal Kombat. Oh, my God. Um, and I would love, if anyone has the tech skills, to just put, like, the Mortal Kombat theme song over his dick reveal. I'd love to see that. It was a beautiful, long, pink, amazing, delicious. It was, I mean, she seems to love it. Now, where I really struggled is when they got out of the pool in their little um, beautiful ro- uh, bathrobes. And he turns on Sade. This is a middle-aged white man. I just didn't think that was going to be with, I thought it was going to be like. surprised. I was like, huh. I'd forgotten that our way into that song. And this is one of my favorite like needle drops of Sex in the City. Um, mm-hmm. I had really forgotten that we are meant to believe Richard Wright's got Sade on deck. I'm not surprised. In a CD player, no less. I'm not surprised. That's fucking music. That's love making music. And he's he's fucking yeah i also oh this is also famously this scene was shot before 9-11 and they had to digitally take out the twin towers which were meant to be behind were originally behind them but they mm-hmm. decided to take them out before this aired because it gave the scene it was meant to give the scene a kind of classic new york feel but was obviously evoking something very different um when in a post 9-11 world mm-hmm. but i i don't know i thought it was very sweet the only thing i I mean, other than the fact that I don't believe Richard Wright would listen to Sade, I don't know who I think he'd listen to. Like, I could see him turning on, like, hearing, like, one, two, three, like Bruce Springsteen. I don't... <laughs> I, no. 
listen, he definitely has Bruce Springsteen on deck. That would be in his most played on Spotify. But I do think, you know, he does throw on some Sade. I'm just saying that I've never heard a white man even mention Sade to me. Really? Yeah, look, I just, I've never. You know who loves Sade, I believe, is my dad. Well, let's move on before I say anything too inappropriate. Oh he does God. listen. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Mary. She loves to watch us, by the way, on YouTube. <sighs> so she's really seeing those thumbnails. Yeah, she's got her eyes on us. Um, I He proposes this like moment of intimacy, right? She goes down to his dick to get something going i'm like can you guys chill you've been fucking at a pool all night mm-hmm. like calm down and he pulls her arm up it was just a little weird that their dancing was so slow and like stupid like i would be so annoyed if i was someone wanted to like they just swaying back and forth well, how would you want to i don't know like down? maybe a swing <laughs> yeah oh my I feel like that's just like intimate, like they're rocking with each other. Maybe a Charleston. I just wish they had just sat a in a Charleston. Like, yeah, like really get something going. Yeah, <laughs> a twerk. Like, give me something. A stanky leg. <laughs> it's just like this seems like boring. I just wish maybe they had just sat and they're held hands. Tired. <laughs> it just felt very weird. The like watching them sway there, but I thought Kim Cattrall looked so beautiful. Gorgeous. I wouldn't look like that coming out of a pool fucking all night i would look like just a limp luguini noodle God, i might actually i would look that then i i'd I'd look like a rigatoni look like a ravioli (laughs) a flaccid ravioli just wide around the middle shall we get into carrie are you okay do you need a minute Oh boy, sorry. we've lost her, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry you compared yourself to a ravioli. It's so funny. I'm sorry. When I heard said linguini, I was like, no, that ain't me. Not these days. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. We were five, six years ago. Okay. All right. Let's oh. get into... Mm. Perhaps the most triggering episode since we were in that fucking cabin. Mm-hmm. Why isn't his stuff no. in his storage unit? Thank you. Like it doesn't. I make... have questions. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, of course, maybe it's. Although no, so they're meant to be there for a week, a week and a half. Put your shit in the storage unit. Yeah. Or I, mean, I don't care. I I, I think we're I to assume were... Aiden owned sold his it. old apartment he sold it so i would just have said on could you can't move in conditions like until i until the other apartment it just doesn't make it. any sense to me when she the, opened that door with all his shit there i was so disgusted i would have a panic attack and of like, course, where the writers wanted us also to note that when if he was to marry him her name would be carrie bradshaw shaw <laughs> I kind of wish Carrie Bradshaw. Shaw. Um, oh no! I, I had a panic attack the minute I walked in. It because not only is there shit on the floor, it's like stacked high. I would barely lose get it. in. She can't get in the door. And guess why is he sitting right next to the door? Because that's the only fucking clear surface he could. And he's, and he's like, hey, I found his little space. book. 
sir, you didn't find a space. You invaded mine. I would Your be so pissed. Your fucking dog is panting on the floor. As someone who lived in a studio apartment, uh, like the thought of that in a studio is like a nightmare. Because like she said, there's no walls. Like you can't. The thought of that escape. in any home. I Horrible. once moved when I, I used to live with three of my really close friends and we moved from one house to another, all of us. And we two people had to leave to go to work and two of us had to stay. And so everyone's shit was just in the living room. When I tell you, I had to clear that place out because it was just causing me an- anxiety. Yeah. I was like, I can't live like this. I moved everyone's stuff into like neat corners. I moved mm-hmm. all of my things upstairs. And by the time two people got home and about a few hours later, they're like, Chris, your entire room is set up. I was like, yes. And I've also organized all of your things in like size order. So that to create, like, I was like, I couldn't look at it. I am not someone who's like OCD at all, but I'm very claustro. I get very claustrophobic. And so like that would just send me into like such anxiety um, and also not only is his shit everywhere, but like you're having another person and a dog in your space in a New York city apartment after you've been assaulted all day by sights and sounds and smells. The last thing you want to do is to is go be assaulted by aid. The smell of Aiden. by calling you a pop tart. Oh, his nicknames are so disgusting. He's like, what you doing? Pop tart. I'm like, oh, God, get the fuck out. I'd be like, nothing, Toaster Schrudel. Get out of my home. I would scream in his face. I would just, like, be like, I, 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 my eyes would be bulging out of my head. Like, and then just see the dog. Beelzebub Shaw. He is so foul. That fucking (laughs) dog. And then the plant. I'm like, babe, that's the least of your problems. Yeah, I didn't really understand her problem. I didn't really understand didn't what the plant, the need for the plant, other than the fact that she does kill it, like she's going to kill his hopes and dreams in two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so then we meet my favorite character in this episode, Mrs. Cohen. Oh, my God. Who was very much giving me Carrie in and just like that. Like, she kind of, to me, was dressed how Carrie dresses when she's smoking. Mm-hmm, with her gloves. Yeah. Just a yeah. crazy woman. Can ba- Remember is... that Carrie could barely get up the stairs because yeah. she had to have back surgery. This is uh, the kind of person that I pictured living in Carrie's building, not the person that we meet in and just like that who lives below her. Like, I like this old bitch with her crazy hat and her crazy outfit. Yeah. So, no, I'm obsessed with Mrs. Cohen, how she's like, you tell your boy I'm not getting out of here for 30 days. <laughs> or when she just goes, that's a crazy outfit. Yeah, and Carrie's like, because hmm? she's also wearing a crazy-ass outfit. But also, she hates Aiden, and she sees him for who she for Ooh, who Mrs. Cohen? Is. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's like, tell him to chill. <laughs> getting out one second earlier than I have to. Yeah. I did appreciate, though, the kind of beat of when Carrie tells him and he freaks out and how I feel like that is so realistic in a relationship, how you put expectations of like, I guess they're fucking crazy and okay with this. And then once you realize like, oh, great, they feel the same way I do. They're also suffering. Yes. It's Um, the best. hmm. Oh, boy. But then um, he does something that is pretty unforgivable. Which he says we need, we can make a lot of space if we clear out your closet. And to that, I say we could make a lot of space by taking all your shit to a storage unit. I don't. Well, her closet's also not big. Yeah, like, it could not fit all and that you stuff. You have a lot of shit, Aiden. Did you see that at one point he was pulling out board games? 
I think no, those were already in Carrie's closet. We've Carrie talked about owns the, sorry. Yeah, we've talked about those board games before. We Remember have? when she played um Twister with John Bon Jovi? Oh, right, right, right. And we were kind of like, are... why does this grown woman have, have like Twister? Have Twister, sorry, sorry, Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, I remember now. Um, um, yeah. And then for him to try to claim half the closet with his clothes. But first and foremost, that isn't the closet he's going to be using. Right. Like they're opening up the space. You're literally so like, making another closet. You would then make a closet big enough for your things and hers. Mm -hmm. This is why big is that bitch. Because you know what? He gave her a whole ass closet. Mm -hmm. and that maybe this a is a nice in. yeah maybe this is a nice i've never really thought of that that aiden is destroying her closet like mm -hmm. the goblin he is and big magnanimous nice gentleman that he always is of course mm -hmm. gave her a full closet of course wow. he died in that I've closet never... but you know unfortunately wow okay I wish it had been Aiden. Maybe it will be. Wouldn't that be wild if Aiden died in just like that season two? <laughs> oh my God. I'd be like, this <laughs> woman is the woman, the angel of death. Yeah, like, she's the Upper East Side killer. Yeah. <laughs> she does not live on the Upper East Side. Um, let's hear the titular fight of this episode. Oh my God, my favorite. Pete! Show it to me. Don't even show it to me. I think I saw turquoise. That better not be the pair, I think. Oh, god damn it! That dog owes me $380. Fine. You can't buy it. It's circa 1996. God damn it! It's a dog. What's he supposed to do? Buy your shit lying around here. My shit! wouldn't be lying around if we weren't making room because your shit is lying around. You got more shit lying around than I got lying around. What? Look at this place. It's loaded with your shit. Just look at, the, just look at this bathroom. Look at all your shit in my bathroom. Who needs five almost empty speed stick deodorants? What are you, a crazy bag man? They're different smells. And musk, when have you ever worn musk? I mean, look at this stuff. You got old razors, Rogaine. Wait a minute. You used Rogaine? I didn't know you knew. It's preventative. But is your hair falling? I don't want to talk about it! It seems it's not only women who have secret single behavior. This is my stuff. Don't be going through my stuff. You are more than happy to go through my stuff. Oh, your stuff, your bathroom. You always do that. You never want to let me in. I don't always do anything. And I have let you in. You're fighting with me about a stupid fucking outfit. Oh, shut up. It's Roberto Cavalli. I threw it away and I love it. What more do you want? Shut up. Shut up. Yes, shut up. Shut up. You're telling me to shut up. Please just shut up. I am so sick of hearing you talking, talking, talking all the time. Don't you ever just shut up? I'm gonna take a walk. No, 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 no. I'm taking a walk. You can stay here with your boxes of shit and your shoe-eating dog, and you can knock yourself out putting on the Rogaine and the speed stick. This is why I need a second door.
I mean, beautifully done. Perfect. Sadly, I will say beautiful work from both of them. He's Mm -hmm. very good in it, too. I think this is his best performance. I don't know. I still will say I really enjoyed his performance of sexy aid when he had the white shirt on and he was trying to give like something someone would like. Then he devolved into this man in his fucking t-shirt that and I've noticed something about this goddamn man. And let me point this out. Okay. He has never not got a rip in the like um collar of his t-shirt. Oh, What's yeah. wrong with him? It's <laughs> his big ass head. Big ass head. <laughs> thick ass neck like get out of here <laughs> he would wear musk that's sicko and have five different deodorants like I... what do men I... really have five different deodorants no i would be shocked honestly if most men had one. Oh no of course they have well actually i'm sure i know they don't. yeah no they don't yeah um it's just a perfect scene in my eyes because it's so funny and it it feels so real like you can really feel them both just reach well it also heightens it keeps going it keeps going and then when she tells him to shut up i it's my favorite yeah that has but at that part of the fight is you and i on this podcast (laughs) shut up yes (laughs) please just shut up we have to move on um, it really is. Say, the, uh, the, uh, I appreciate the choice not to have Aiden throw in her face like actually ma'am this is my apartment mm-hmm. when she's saying like all of your shit is in my bathroom and it's like well technically technically it's his bathroom but I have to say him being like your shit's everywhere sir are you fucking blind your boxes are everywhere i don't think she should be getting i don't think the point should be that she has to get rid of things are they not building a big closet they i don't know like also, i'm wondering have where... any clothes he's got three shitty blouses and um <laughs> a fucking jacket from kmart <laughs> like why would he tell her to throw away her expensive roberto cavalli shirt now of course the shirt was hideous Hideous. Hideous. And I do have to laugh that he's like, what the fuck is this? Where the fuck are you going to wear this? And she's like a book party. 1997, <laughs> bitch. But he and also, look- Aiden, you have no room to fucking talk. No, you fucking puka shell necklaces, your like <laughs> seafoam tunics, pinky rings. We're going to have to build a whole closet just for your accessories. Fuck it. I bet one box is just toe rings. I know it. I know it. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> oh my God. So then we see Carrie, you know, she leaves to go to the Starbucks. We she writes the shitty column. She comes back, hopped up on lattes. And I love the moment when he doesn't acknowledge her mm-hmm. and the kind of escalation of the fight by like, would you enter the space and you kind of are, are like okay maybe the energy's changed i want to fix this yeah and the other person is still wall up and has done none of the work you did and mm-hmm. it's like god damn it fuck it now i'm even angrier i know he's sketching in his little book can and... i ask a question why is he always there can't he I go don't... play street ball or something like, i why? know he's never not in her apartment Get i know out. Like, go oh. do something. I know I, know. I said that men need to do something other than play, like, pick up ball on the street. I know. I was going to say. I was but like, hmm. at least that would 
get him out of the home. He mm-hmm. has a business. And he seems to never be there. Like, why isn't he... Every single time, we never see him outside of her domestic space. Get out. Or at I least know. go stand in the kitchen. Go be useful in the context of the home and go make he me is, lunch. It's so, like, abrupt. Did he make like, a sandwich? No. Lindsay Hubbard would not have this. No, 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 no. No. I'm just, like, he's, he's just so large and the apartment's he's, so small. His energy takes up a lot of space. I know. I mean, not where you been? What you doing? Who you seen? I'd be like, what I know is you got to shut the fuck up. I know. What I know for sure, as Oprah would say, is, is that I need you and Steve to go play some pickup ball on the street with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Go for go, a walk. Go, go to the bar that you co-own. Go to your fucking furniture store, which has a whole... His furniture store has a whole-ass place where we saw him making mm-hmm. Charlotte's chair. Store your boxes in there, sir. It's He just wants to take up space in her life. Like He's, aggressively. He has hordes of money, apparently. A- apparently he's rolling in money. Like, go get out. Like, I just don't understand why he's there. Go spend some of your money. Go buy me something. Yeah. Why do I have to go out and get coffee and papers when money bags over here is just sending <laughs> doodling? Like fucking pin 15. Get out. I know. I I agree. Did you like that she apologized to him? At the end? Well, when she comes home from Charlotte's and then lays on top of him? Yeah. I was like, I thought he needed to apologize. I thought it was kind of rude that he just kind of fell back asleep. And I also hate that she fell asleep in her street clothes on her bed. Yeah, that to me is... That um, was upsetting. Although I will say... hmm, I am someone who, if I'm very tired, will get into bed in my clothes. Like I did come home from my big event this Saturday, and like I had, I was like, I got to, I took my shoes off, and I pl- face planted. Now I wouldn't go to bed in them, but sometimes it is like I need to be at full rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but never plain clothes or train clothes. If you've been in transit, you've got to take them clothes off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, she says that night I slept in my clothes because I feel like what she's saying is, is like, there's no fucking room in my closet anymore. So I had to sleep in this dress because <laughs> I don't have a goddamn hanger left because of this bumpkin. Put your boxes in Suffern. Load them up in your green truck and strap them down and hope for the best. But get them out of my house. That's the thing. He's got a whole ass other house. Look, I don't know what's going on with him. Oh, oh sorry. But then she asks for what she needs the next time mm-hmm. she comes home. Because once again, there he is sitting in that chair reading. Mm-hmm. Never not in that apartment. Nope. He's always there. And where is she going constantly without him? She wants to get the fuck away from him, like, Chris. She's she always out and about him. coming back. And it's like, fuck, he's still here. Yeah, she's probably like, I don't want to have to even ask for this. I just don't want you here. Like, I think... And honestly, I think there there is a world in which, and because they live in a studio apartment, and I, I mean, I lived in a small quarters with my first boyfriend after college, but it was a one bedroom, so at least we had a door mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, I need my time, so I'm I'm taking the bedroom or the living room. You got what? Well, like, we need some separate time. Mm-hmm. If I was Carrie, what I would have asked for is like, hey, I need an hour where you leave. 
Yeah, that's what I would ask for too. Because the space, it's it is like I totally. And this is what I meant earlier about the politics and the dynamics of occupying space together. Mm-hmm. Even if you're silent together and you've said, "Hey, I need some time to myself," and I'm closing this curtain, there's a certain responsibility to another. Pr- like I could never be in a room with someone and just not speak to them. It would no. it would make me would feel crazy. Make me feel insane. Now there are friends I have where we're so close that it's like we can just hang out, and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we need to be chattering on and on and catching up about life constantly. But it's not like we just sit in complete silence, right? Like, and also the curtain is sheer, so it's like you're sitting there, and we've but never you're seen like that curtain before. And he's sense. like looking at her, and she's looking at him. I'm like, I he did needs like to get the, out. The I also visual storytelling like though. Of course. It's, I like, thought it was a very beautiful end of the episode. I like that it wrapped it up. Although I do wish we just ended with them sitting together in the chair. I really didn't need her prancing out of the apartment in that hideous shirt and throwing that plan away. I, well, she picked that shirt out of the garbage. <laughs> well, I guess that's to show you she killed his plant and she didn't change at all. <laughs> so she's like... So Literally remember has she not. says that there I realized I was... I was choosing a Roberto Cavalli shirt over my relationship. And then by the end of the episode, we find she did not choose her relationship over the shirt. She kept the shirt. She kept the shirt. So many. And people think she doesn't hate him. And there are so many breadcrumbs leading us to hatred. So it's Hansel and Gretel. I I don't have anything else to say about that. What did you think of the fashion in this one? My favorite look First of all, I think Carrie's makeup is very, we're now getting into the classic Carrie, like rosy cheeks, tan, glowy look. I'm really into. But I also am obsessed with the outfit that she wears on her walk and talk with Miranda, like the tube top with the ponytail. I thought she looked And she's crazy. got the armband. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was a classic Carrie look. I actually classic. Really loved, I liked Miranda's denim dress there. I thought like... Miranda's got a denim dress. It just all felt very classic sex in the city. I also want to point out that at the end of the episode, she's walking in the middle of the street for literally no reason. Always. Like, she's a Kelly Benson. Walk in the fucking sidewalk. They yeah. weren't busy. No. Um, so I didn't really have many fashion notes. And in terms of men, we had Aiden, Richard, Trey, and Walker. I mean, I gotta give it to my man Walker. Mm, okay. You giving it to Richard, Mr. Wright? Of course. Wright? Yeah. And what would you give this out of 10? A 10. Same. This is a 10 out of 10. Every single plot line is great. The only, I could almost knock the Miranda storyline for not having enough going on, but it did give Mm -hmm. me Walker. Yeah. And I feel like it's, we're setting setting Miranda up. up. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Perfect. I don't want to hear a fucking word out of anybody else saying we hate this episode. Well, I don't think anyone has ever said that. We've gotten a review about About this episode. No, about an episode that we gave a 10 out of 10 and they acted like. Oh, my motherboard myself. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, shout out to our errant reviewers. They're never not. We love you guys. Cutting through, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss season four, episode 14, All That Glitters. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram and I'm at Take Yours All Off on Twitter. All right. We'll see you next week. I really think I like next week's episode. I think we're at Miranda's Baby Shower. Mm. I see a lot of chicken wings. 
<laughs> Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.